forget Valentine's Day. Wednesday, don't forget the chocolate. Don't forget the hearts. Don't forget that Jesus loved you in every part. Because he can make a song out of anything, right? All about love, love, love. All about love, love, love. It's all about love, love, love. Because Jesus is love. Amen. Genesis chapter 25, verse 29 through 34. And Jacob sawed pottage. And Esau came from the field, and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with this red, same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. And later on it would be called the Edomites. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die, and what profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob says, Swear to me this day, and he swore unto him, and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. And that's what I want to preach to you today from this thought, the despised birthright. The despised birthright. Father... You are ever God. You alone are worthy of the highest and honorable praise, Lord. And words can never give you enough thanks, O God, for all that you do for us. Father, let us not leave the way that we came through these doors, but let us leave changed and renewed and refreshed in the power of the Holy Ghost. And we will give honor and thanksgiving to you for all you do. In Jesus' name, amen. And you may be seated this morning. The despised birthright. The Bible lets us know that the things that was written for was written for our example that we through faith and comfort of the scriptures might find hope. You see, when we read the Word of God or the Bible, we need to realize that the Bible is a church book. It's not a world book. It's a book for the church. It's a book that is designed to help the church to keep us and to teach us character. It teaches us morals and principles and wisdom and success in life. Amen. And we wonder a lot of times why we may fall uh, short of our successes and goals. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that we don't do what the Word of God tells us to do. Somehow we can begin to read the Word of God and we can begin to think when we're reading the Word of God is how could Israel come up so short after seeing what God had did for them continually? They saw the miracles of God. They saw God provide for them. They saw the things that God did for them, but they wind up short. They came short uh, of the promises of God. And the Bible lets us know in the book of Hebrews that the reason that they came up short was because they did not mix their faith with what they heard. In other words, they heard God's word, but they never got to the point to where they trusted in God and believed in God and what God was saying was true. We need to understand that everything that we do have consequences attached to it. And so, but God has our best interest 
carries that heart. And we know that Jesus came what? To seek and to save that which is lost. And he's gone to prepare a place for us. And he says, if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm going to come again and receive you to myself that where I am there, you shall be also. And so the Bible constantly tells us to take heed. It tells us to consider our ways so that the things that was written before that we don't do like Israel and fall short of the promises of God. I Sometimes I wonder why it is that it seems that some children do not value the things that their parents give them or the things their parents may leave for them. It seems that today's generation does not take into consideration their birthright and the, the things that are promised and are given to them. James tells us in the book of James that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights in whom there is no variableness nor shadows of turning. Esau, the Bible tells us as we read this morning in Genesis here, it says that he did not value his birthright. He despised his birthright. You see, the birthright was something that was handed down. And in those times, it was a really, it was a gift from God because you see, the firstborn son was always dedicated to the Lord. He, the Lord told Moses, the firstborn son is to be given to the Lord. And so everything that you begin to realize now is this gift uh, of the birthright was really a promise from God. And so he decided despise his birthright. And so you can see now why I think, and this is my perception, that God says before the boys was ever born, Jacob have I loved and Esau have I hated. You see, Esau rejected. He did not want the birthright. The Bible says, he said, what is it going to do to me? I'm at the point of death. And what is this birthright going to do for me? You see, a birthright is something almost like a will. Amen. And in that will, you get the things that are in that will for you, and under these circumstances, the eldest son would have got everything, as we know the story of the prodigal son. The father says, hey, everything I got is yours. Uh, You know, your brother, even though he's wasted his, everything else I got is yours, because the eldest son always got the best and the promises. You see, so Esau did not value his birthright as the firstborn son. Amen. And so therefore we've got to realize, as the Bible tells us, to take heed. Amen. He despised it. He hated it. He rejected it. And I'm trying to figure out how, why would he reject and deny and hate that which was rightfully his? Why did he not see the value of his birthright that he was willing to let it go for a moment of self-gratification in his life. He rejected the unseen for the temporal and the seen. Paul tells us in the first book of Corinthians that the things that are seen are temporal. 
but the things which are not seen are eternal. You see, so here Esau is not valuing the spiritual significance of what his birthright is all about to him. And the, the writer of Hebrews in the 12th chapter, in the 15th through the 17th verse, he, he admonishes you and I about this same story. And he says, amen, he says, look diligently, lest any man fall or fail of the grace of God. Let any, lest any root of bitterness spring it up, trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Lest there be any fornicators or profane persons as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. For you know how that afterwards, when he would have inherited the blessings, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought for it with tears. Amen. So he's warning you and I now about the same story. He says Esau didn't value, amen, what was his. You see, a profane person doesn't take religious things into consideration. He does not consider the sacred things of God, amen. And this is what happens to, to so many people in the church. Uh, they become the birthright uh, recipients, but they don't value what God has given them, and so they reject it for the world and for a moment of pleasure in the world. And the Bible called Esau a profane person. Amen. And notice what it says here. It says, when he knew, when he realized that he needed the blessings and he wanted, he couldn't find it. Though he sought for it with tears, he could not find repentance. He tried to ask for forgiveness. He realized what had transpired and it it was God. He realized, amen, now I want my blessings, it is not there anymore. He realized the value and realized it's too late. Somebody else has it. He understood that he has sold something very valuable and very important. Amen. It's kind of like some people that don't value holiness and separation and obeying authority and doing what you're asked to be told. You see, when you become a child of God, you you got a birthright, and that birthright has got so many wonderful blessings and things that are attached to it. But usually, what happens is 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 we reject it. Amen. We don't see the value of it right now. Amen. See, a lot of people when you start talking about holiness uh, and separation. See, they don't see the value right now, uh, but they failed to realize that you can't get into heaven without being holy, and you can't get into heaven without being separated, because the Bible says, follow peace with all men, and holiness uh, without shall no man see the Lord. Uh, amen. The Bible tells you to obey them to have the rule over you, because they watch for your soul, that they may give an account to God. Amen. But people right now, they don't see the value of being submissive to authority and those over them. They're rejecting the birthright and they're not realizing that they're rejecting the birthright. Amen. They don't realize that the thing that God has for you, the blessings, the promises of God, the things that God had promised to Abraham, because when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he says, surely, blessing I will bless you and multiply I will 
will multiply you. So the birthright went from Abraham to Isaac. Now Esau should have been next, but he was rejected when he needed his birthright. The Bible says he cried. He wept sore. He called out, Dad, don't you have another blessing? Notice what the Bible says about Esau in Genesis 27 and verse 38 through 41. And Esau, amen, he began to cry to his father Isaac when he realized that the blessing had been gone. He said, Father, don't you have another blessing? Genesis 27, verse 38 through 41. He's now realized what he's let go. And notice, has thou but one blessing? My father, bless me, even also me. Oh, father, Esau lifted up his voice and he wept. He's now he's concerned. Verse 39, watch. And Isaac, his father, answered and said, Behold, you shall be what? On the fatness of the earth. In other words, you're going to be out there, son. You're going to have the earth out there. You're going to have to live off that. That's where you're going to be forever. And the dew of heaven is going to be above you. Amen. In other words, amen. You're going to be in the mountains. When you study the history of the Edomites, they're in the mountains. And the dew of Hermon and the dew of the mountains, amen, on top is going to be on them. Amen. And notice what he goes on in verse 40. He says, and by the sword shall thou live. Uh, when you look at Israel, I mean the Edomites, uh, they was constantly at war over and over and over again. Their whole life, and even today, when you look at those countries in the Middle East, uh, that is part of the Edomites, they're at war constantly, constantly. They have not stopped uh, the fighting, amen. And notice what he says, and you shall serve your brother. Those countries in the Middle East are still today serving Israel. They may not realize it, but they are. Amen. And this is what we need to look at. And notice what he tells them. Amen. When you get dominion over it, then you'll break the yoke off your neck. Amen. You're not going to get free from having to serve him. But if you come into a relationship with God, that's the only way. So many people are having to struggle. They're having to live off the land. They're having to work two and three jobs trying to make ends meet. Uh, They're fighting their families. They're fighting one another. They're constantly at unrest, constantly over and over and over again. And they got yokes around their necks. Uh, The devil has a yoke on them and they can't break free. Why? Because they sold their birthright. Uh, They did not value the house of God. They did not value the things of God. They said, God in the church is not important to me. And so as a result, they walked away. They sold their birthright. Uh, and now they're trying to find their way to get back to find it. Uh, but no, amen. God says, no, you reject me. I'm going to reject you. Amen. They did not value the birthright. They're crying. There's many men and women today behind bars uh, trying to figure it all out. Uh, how did I get here? Why am I going through so much stuff in my life? I tell you why. Is because they didn't value the birthright. The Bible says, lest we take diligent heed, lest there be in any of us. Amen. Paul says, the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. 
teaching us to deny an ungodly and worldly lust. We shall live soberly and righteous in this pleasant world, looking for the soon coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, by grace are you saved, and not of works. It is the gift of God. Amen. We need to not fall short of the grace of God. We shall not come short of the things of God. We shall not cast away, amen, the promises that God has given to you and I. Paul goes on. He says, but it's written, I have not seen, and ear have not heard, and neither have it entered into the hearts of man to sing. Which God has prepared for them that love Him. Amen. We've got to realize that this birthright that God has given us, when you repented of your sins, when you got baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and He gave you the gift of the Holy Ghost with the initial evidence of speaking in other tongues, it puts you in the birthright. And you must value what you have. Because if you reject this, I guarantee you, Jesus is going to reject you. And when you start looking for it, you're not going to be able to find it. The Lord says in Proverbs 11, I will mention Proverbs 1, verse 26 to 31. Notice what he says here. They says, amen, they shall call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear of the Lord. They were none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore they shall eat of the fruit of their own ways and be filled with their own devices. So notice what God says. He says, guess what? You don't want me? You reject me? He said, when your calamities come, I'm going to laugh at you. And he says, and I'm going to mock at you. You're going to reap what you sow. That's what God is saying. He says, and they should call upon me. No, I'm not even going to answer. Why? Because they despise the birthright. When you despise what God is giving you, you're rejecting Him. He saw the need to give it to you. He had to fulfill a promise. But they rejected it. And Paul says, I have not seen it. Ear have not heard, neither have it hid it, entered into the hearts of men, the things which God has prepared for them that love Him. Wow! Man, people are just going through the motions. They're depressed. They're discontented. They're in debt. They're despondent. They're dejected. A bunch of fiddle-footers everywhere, restless, wondering why. Because they rejected the birthright. They did not value the birthright. Church is just not something you're checking the block on Sunday. It's part of your birthright. You've got to value this thing. If you don't value 9 o'clock morning prayer, you're rejecting your birthright. You don't value Sunday school, you're you're rejecting your birthright. It's a privilege to serve God. 
He didn't have to do this. It's not a right. You don't have a right. It's a privilege that he's given you. The children of Israel so despised their birthright. And Numbers 13, it was right on the door of the promise of God. He was fulfilling his promise to them. And notice what happened. The Bible says they gave an evil report. They didn't give a negative report. You don't find negative and positive in the Bible. You find two things, good and evil. And they gave an evil report. And Joshua and Caleb tried their very best to get them to not go back. Notice what they say in the 14th chapter of Numbers, verse 6 to 11. And Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes, and they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search it is an exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in us, he will bring us into this land and give it us, a land which flow with milk and honey. Only rebel not against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not, but all the generation bade it stone them with stones. And the glory of the Lord appeared into the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. And the Lord says to Moses, How long would this people provoke me? And how long would it be ere that they believe me? For all the signs which I have showed among them. God says, Moses, what is it going to take before they believed me? They was rejecting. They despised their birthright. They feared what God was trying to do to them and to show them. And the scripture goes on. Amen. Drop down to verse 26 through 45. And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron says, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation which murmur against me? I have heard the murmuring of the children of Israel which they murmured against me, saying unto them, As truly as I live, saith the Lord, as you have spoken in mine ear, so will I do to you. God says, you murmuring in my ear, I'm going to murmur in yours. Your caucuses shall fall in this wilderness. And all that were numbered of you, according to your whole number, from 20 years old and upward, which have murmured against me, doubtless you shall not come into the land concerning which I swore to you to dwell in. Say, Caleb the son of Jephunneh and Joshua the son of Nun. But your little ones, you shall, which, which you said shall be a prey, them I will bring in, and they shall know the land which you have despised. But as for you, your caucuses, they shall fall in this wilderness, and your children shall wander in this wilderness forty years, and bear your whoredom until your caucuses be wasted in the wilderness. 
After the number of the days in which you search the land, even forty days, each day for a year shall you bear your iniquities, even forty years, and you shall know the breach of promise. In other words, God says, you're going to know what you rejected. He says, I had a covenant with you, and you rejected it. And he says, so now, because you broke the covenant, not me, you broke the covenant, you're going to suffer before what you rejected. Because you despised what I had given you. We had a promise together. When I brought you out, I told you I'll bring you in. When I brought you out, I told you I'll provide for you. When I brought you out, I told you I will lead you to the place of righteousness. When I brought you out, I gave you exceeding precious promises that I won't leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. Not to worry about your enemies. I will take care of them. I will deliver you. I will be with you in trouble. You can call upon me and I'll answer. I won't leave you. I'll hold you in the palm of my hand saying, fear not. He says, but you broke the covenant. And he says, so you're going to be able to see what you despised and what you rejected, you, the breach of the promise. I, the Lord, have said, I will surely do it unto all this evil congregation that are gathered together against me. In this wilderness they shall be consumed. Amen. And there they shall die. And the men which Moses sent to search out the land, amen, whom returned and made all the congregation to murmur against him by bringing up a slander upon the land, even those men that did bring up the evil report upon the land died by the plague before the Lord. But Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, which were of the men that went up to search the land, still lived. You know why? They didn't reject the birthright. Jolifism and Caleb held the there. They saw the value. Notice what they said. If God is with us, he's going to bring us in. Their defense is parted. God is with us. Don't you turn back. Whatever you do. And notice, they're still alive because they got the birthright. Amen. You live, brothers and sisters, as long as you hold to the birthright. But if you let go of your birthright, you go back out into that world, amen, you're just dead as everybody else out there is. Because God is not with you. Amen. Notice, and Moses told these sins unto all the children of Israel, and now look what happened. And the people start murmuring. They start crying, mourning. They start mourning greatly. And notice what happened. They rose up early in the morning, and they gathered them up into the top of the mountain and says, Lo, we're here. We're here. And we go up into the place which the Lord had promised, but we have sinned. See, now they realized, after Moses told them what God says, now they realize what they got rid of. Now they realize the promise they had with God ain't there anymore. So now they want to seek for repentance. They want to seek for forgiveness. And it's not there. And Moses said, Wherefore now do you transgress the commandments of the Lord? But it shall not prosper. Go not up, for the Lord is not among you, that you be not smitten before your enemies. For the Amalekites, these Edomites here, and the Canaanites 
are there before you, and you shall fall, what? By the sword. Because Isaac told Esau, you're going to live by the sword. And as a result, now the children of Israel is going to have to face that sword if they go up. Because that's how the Edomites is going to live. And so they're going to have to face the sword. You're going to fall by the sword. Because you are turned away from the Lord. Therefore, the Lord would not be with you. But they presumed to go up into the hilltop. Nevertheless, the ark of the God of covenant of the Lord and Moses departed not out of the camp. Then the Amalekites came down and its Canaanites which dwell in the hills and smote them and disconfigured them even unto Mount Hor. In other words, he says, it's too late, man. You rejected God. He says, don't go up that hill because God is not with you. Don't even think now because you can, you, you realize your problem and you're wrong that you can go up. Amen. He says it's too late now. Amen. Your enemy will destroy you. Amen. We need to realize, brothers and sisters, the value of our birthright. We need to value why we've got it. Amen. We may not see everything right now, but let me encourage you this morning. Whatever you do, do not reject your birthright. Right. The Bible says Jesus came to his own, and his own received them not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. He walked into the sanctuary. They handed him the book of Isaiah to read. He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken hearts, the priest delivered to the captives, the recovery of sight to the blind, to Set at liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. The gift from God, as John says, for God so loved the world. Amen. He gave them a gift. And what did they do? They rejected the Almighty God Himself. And in 70 AD, when the Romans marched into Jerusalem and destroyed it, when they was led captive by Nebuchadnezzar, it was all because they rejected their birthright. And these things, Paul said, are written that we, amen, will have an example to realize the value and the importance of the things of Almighty God. We must not reject our birthright. Amen. We got promises attached to it. Don't despise your birthright. The fruit of the Spirit is with your birthright. Blessings flows with the birthright. Life and that more abundantly flows from the birthright. And eternal heaven flows from the birthright. Don't despise your birthright for just one morsel of meat. Just one night stand. Amen. The Bible says, buy the truth and sell it not. Amen. Don't sell this birthright just because you might not think your church is big enough. Don't sell this birthright just because it doesn't seem like things are going the way you would like to see it go right now. It's got something more valuable attached to it. The Bible says, cast not away your confidence, which have great recompense of reward. It says Moses chose to suffer with the people of God. Then they do the pleasures of sin for a season. 
Why? Because he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Amen. Moses could have had the treasures of Egypt, but no. He says, this birthright that God has given me is much better. He could have despised that, but he'd have missed everything else that God had for him. Amen. Don't you despise your birthright. Amen. You need to value. You need to cling to it. You need to hold to it. As the songwriter said, I will cling to that old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. Amen. You need to value what God has done for you. Praise God. When Ruth and Boaz wanted to get married, Boaz realized that there was someone else in the line before him. He realized that under Jewish customs, he just could not marry Ruth. Amen. There was someone else that was in line before him for the birthright because Naomi wanted to sell her property. And so when Boaz gets the next guy in line, he says, Naomi has a piece of property she wants to sell. And I found it that I needed to let you know because you're the next one in line. He says, and so, if you're going to buy it, then you buy it. If not, then let me know and I'll buy it. And the guy says, well, I'll buy it because I'm the next in line. He says, okay, now look, if you buy it, Ruth is there, the Moabite. And you have to buy her too with the, with the property and you've got to raise up children unto her husband. And the guy says, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. It would defile my other stuff I got. So he rejected it. And Boaz bought it. And they had a son. And they called his name Obed, which is the father of Jesse, which is the father of King David, which is the father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, according to the flesh. See, sometimes you don't realize when you reject the birthright or despise your birthright, amen, you get rid of the blessings, amen. When, when Jacob got the birthright, see, he got all the spiritual things and all the spiritual blessings that came with it. What did Esau get? He got war. He got fighting. He got discontentment. He's got all these problems, amen, coming his way because he didn't value it. But Jacob has got all these blessings. And notice here with Ruth and Boaz. Amen. The guy says, well, I can't take it. But Boaz says, I will. And who would have ever thought they birthed the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The birthrights, brothers and sisters today, don't despise it. I'm coming to tell you today, it's got eternal things attached to it. The eternal blessings of God is with them. Baptism in Jesus' name and filling of the Holy Ghost and holy living. This is part of the birthright. Amen. You've got so many blessings. God is not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. Everything that's written in this book that God says He will do for you, don't you despise your birthright because it's attached to that. Amen. Jesus Christ is your birthright. Amen. And every blessing's of 
God is yes. And amen, amen. Blessed is the man that endured temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive a crown of life, whom the righteous judge shall give to him. And not only to him, but all them that long for his appearing. Praise God. Don't you reject your birthright. Notice what Paul says. I'm going to finish here in a minute. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26 through 31. For, it is, for if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remain no more sacrifices for sin, but a certain for fearful looking for the judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversary. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. How much more so punishment suppose you shall be thought worthy who have trodden underfoot the Son of God and have counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing and have done despite unto the Spirit of grace. For you know him that said, Vengeance belongeth to me, I will recompense said the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. It's a fearful thing to fall in the hand of the living God. Think about it. Amen. Don't you put God's blood under your feet. That's what people do when they despise, when they walk away. You're walking on God's blood that cleansed you, that purified you. Amen. It's a fearful thing to fall into that hand. Peter goes on in 1 Peter 1, 3. Verse 9, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy have begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance. There it is. You got an inheritance. Amen. That's all the birthright is, is an inheritance. Amen. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled. And that fadeth not away. Where is it at? Reserved for you in heaven. Amen. Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to reveal in the last times. Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through the manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than that of gold that perished, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto the praise and glory, honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love, and whom though now you see him not, you believe, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Receive the end of your faith, uh, even the salvation of your soul. So whatever you do, brothers and sisters, don't you ever despise your birthright. Uh, because when you was baptized in Jesus' name, amen, you became a new born again creature and the Lord Jesus Christ amen and as a result all the promises of God are for you and for me amen we learn from Esau amen when he sought for it he couldn't find it I don't want to be like that I want to know that I still have my birthright so that when he opened that book amen that my name is there at the top as the song says I went into the Lord I went 
unto the keeper, and I settled it long ago. Down on my knees, I settled it all. Yes, the old account was settled long ago, and my records cleared the day, because he washed my sins away when the old account was settled long ago. So let me encourage you today. Don't despise your birthright. Let's stand this morning. Amen. Amen. If you're here this morning, amen. Praise God. And I pray that none of you have decided or wanted to start to decide that you want to get rid of your birthright. Amen. Because there's too many blessings, amen, attached to it. I want to encourage you today. Make a commitment to God. Make a new commitment this morning that you're going to hold on to the things that God has given you. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 8 that wisdom is better than rubies. And all the things that thou may desire is not to be compared unto it. It says, I wisdom dwell with prudence and I find out knowledge of witty inventions. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, arrogancy, and the evil way do I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me, kings rule and princes decree justice. By me, princes rule and nobles and all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me, and they that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honors with me. Yea, dual but riches and righteousness. All my fruit is better than gold. Yea, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. And I lead in the path of righteousness. Amen. I lead in the path of righteousness that they that love me may inherit substance and I will fill their treasures. Notice what the Lord says. You seek me and I'm going to fill your treasure. He goes on. He says, blessed is the man that watch at my gate waiting at the post of my door. For whoso findeth me findeth life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Amen. But God wants you. Do you want your birthright? If you're here today and you don't have the birthright, all you got to do is repent of your sins, get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and God will fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And you can have the birthright, the same promises that I have. That's what Paul says to Timothy. He said, there's laid up for us a crown of righteousness. Amen. Sister Vicky, there's the crown of righteousness laid up for us. Don't say your birthright. Amen. Don't get rid of your birthright, Wayne. Amen. I'm here to tell you. Yeah, man, it's going to be better than what it is right now. Amen. You've got so many blessings that keeps flowing. Amen. If, but don't get rid of your birthright, Michaela. Sister Sue, don't get rid of your birthright. Amen. Don't despise it. Love it. Love the things of God. Amen. Esau despised his. Why would he despise the blessings of God. And these things are written for us to teach us that we should not that we should not do as they did. That's why this book is for us. It's a church book. It's not a world book. It's a church book to teach us. 
Amen. So that we don't do what they did. Amen. My goodness. He sought for it. Sister Barbin couldn't find it with tears. He was just weeping and crying. Dad, don't you got another blessing? Don't you got another blessing? Don't you got another blessing? You didn't value what you had. Children of Israel. Oh, we're going to go up now. We're going to go. No, don't go up there. God ain't with you. Amen. Oh, Savior, we praise you. God, we exalt you right now, God. Lord, we thank you, Jesus, for your word, oh God. Lord, let us value, let us value, God, what you have given us, oh God. Let us realize, God, that every good gift and every perfect gift is from you, God. It comes down from you, Lord. Oh, God, teach us thy way, Lord. Let us cling to the promises that you have given, oh, God. Let us love you as Moses told the children of Israel with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul, and with all our strength, and our neighbors as ourselves, oh, God. Let us value, oh, God, what you have given, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, let us look diligently to ourselves, Lord, that we don't become profane people, Lord God, and reject those things, oh, God. Let us value this religion. Let us value, God, what we have in this this nation of ours that you have put us, oh, God. Let us value, oh, God, this religious freedom. As we've heard, God, there's people that would love to have this, oh, God, and they are being persecuted, oh, God, because they are trying to serve you, oh God. Oh Jesus, we haven't got to that point yet, oh God. But God, let us value, let us value, oh God. Let us hold to your promises, oh God, the things you have given us, oh Lord. Each and every day, God, as we wake, oh God, let us not murmur, let us not bicker, let us not complain in your ears. But God, as we wake every day, let us come forth with praise and glory and honor and thank Thanksgiving for your goodness that you have given us, O oh God, and we will value those things, O oh God, that you have given us continually in our lives, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Praise.